Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to the latest edition of Walter's World, uh, the Estadia podcast series talking about mainframe migration, modernization, and solutioning. Uh, today, I am delighted to have with me Aman Gupta, who's a mainframe solution specialist working for Google, uh, specializing in mainframe transformation. Welcome, Aman. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, Walter, and thanks for having me over. Oh, we're delighted to have you here. Uh, I'm for the audience. Could you kind of describe what you and your team do for Google? Uh, sure, Walter. So, uh, strategically, we help customers find the right platform technologies to put the business on the growth trajectory. And I know that it's a loaded statement, but that's more of our vision. Uh, more technically, we work with uh, with our clients to understand their mainframe legacy estate, their business priorities, challenges, ongoing initiatives, and develop a modernization strategy and solution roadmap which addresses their imperatives to modernize, identify the right point of intervention so that we don't disrupt the ongoing initiatives, bring the right balance between risk, cost, and benefits and help them execute the programs by Google and our partner involvement like uh, Estadia. Uh, speaking of that, uh, Walter, what is your approach towards uh, mainframe modernization? Uh, thank you for asking. Uh, you know, we find it fascinating what the cloud has done to the mainframe migration space over the last multiple years. Uh, things that people wouldn't have believed possible before are becoming a reality. It truly is the art of the possible right now. And a lot of that is because of the cloud. Um, so our goal is to be able to have that mainframe understanding working with an organization like Google who specializes in cloud and has such amazing offerings so that there's a, a marriage of best uh, benefits from both organizations. Um, just moving mainframe by itself is of interest, moving it to an environment where you can start to leverage moving forward what these mainframe customers can do. That's where the real beauty is. So our approach is to work with an organization like Google to offer that best of uh, benefits to our joint customers, where they get to retain their business logic or their functionality, if that's what they want to do, if they instead want to go through and refactor their applications to be able in a more cloud native environment to work with that moving forward. Uh, that's why we're so excited. We think it's such a great partnership. You have a lot of mainframe expertise with uh, Astadia. You have the perfect cloud knowledge with Google that gives customers options that, in my opinion, they just never had before. Thanks for asking that question. Well, that's so wonderful to hear. And as, as you rightly said, it, it's a perfect marriage. I think so. Absolutely. Um, talking about you know changes, could I ask you, do you feel that the the pace of companies talking to Google about mainframe alternatives. Has 2020 seen an increase in that for you? Well, absolutely, it sure has. And it's uh, companies are not only talking to Google about mainframe alternatives, but also working with us to actively engage and embark on their digital adoption journey. A bit of a history lesson. So I think mainframe modernization came into the mainstream somewhere around 2005, 2006, 
uh, and that time it was perceived as let's take a one big mainframe and put the workload into the multiple small servers and create a farm. Uh, well, that didn't go quite far because uh, it was leading to a, quite a bit of server management overhead. So with advent and maturity of cloud infrastructure, mainframe modernization picked up again, I think around 2014-15. Uh, that time solution providers were more focused on more on the mainframe decommission and migrating workload onto the cloud uh, rather than taking uh, the business to a different level. And that's where Google has a very differentiated approach. Uh, our focus is more on, uh, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> because, you know, Google is a innovation and technology company, right? So innovation and DNA. Our focus is more on 200x business amplification and putting it onto the growth trajectory by leveraging and integrating with larger Google system. So we have search, map, ads, you know, Google has invested heavily in healthcare, retail, financial services, travel. So not only we just want to take mainframe workload onto the Google Cloud, but also provide them a platform and services that, that help them take their business to just a different uh, uh, dimension. So it's not only just solving the status quo, but showing a, a future, uh, futuristic point of view about their business. That's what makes it so exciting to me is that it's not just a, a transition to a different environment. It's a, I've always called it a springboard to being able to do things differently than an organization has ever been able to do it before. You know, it's funny for me on back in probably, I don't know, 2012, when I first started working with looking at moving to the cloud and to provide that capability, we had lots of people ask us, you know, do you have the ability to move to the cloud? And the answer was yes. Uh, when I would ask them, are you ready to do that? The answer at that point in time for many was, oh, heck no, I don't want to be first. Today, every conversation we have with a customer, it seems, starts out with the question, how can you get me to the cloud the quickest? So uh, it sounds like you've seen the same kind of changes that we have here. No, absolutely, Walter. And it's not only about just get to the cloud. And uh, it's not uh, only about solving the issues that we see from the mainframe modernization, you know, just about the skill set or whatnot. That's just solving one part of it. And while there will be steps to get off the mainframe and to the cloud, but the, the point, uh, the main point and the differentiated point is how business would benefit to the newer business models, the changing customer behavior, and get to the stage where they are futuristic in point of view and more become an innovative company rather than doing the same, but on cloud. So they're just solving one part of the equation. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I mean, might I ask, does, do you feel that Google has a, a global presence for your mainframe modernization to GCP strategy? Oh, absolutely. Uh, we currently have teams in U.S. Uh, I'm based out of U.S. Uh, we have a significant footprint in EMEA and APAC, and uh, we are continuing to expand in uh, other geographies, including Latin America and Canada. So it's, it's a global base focused on on, on mainframe to Google Cloud, uh, and we are continually expanding in both in solution offering, pre-sales, technical, and building our robust partner network as, as we've done with the studio. That makes sense, thank you. I'm always interested in this. Uh, from your experience, what do you think the number one reason has been that your customers 
are coming to Google for mainframe transformation? Uh, well, uh, it's it's hard to pick, uh, pick number one, but let me try. <laughs> I mean, there are, there are many. Uh, but first and foremost, I think uh, the customers are coming to us uh, because Google is uh, is an innovation and a technology company. Uh, I think that's where it's in a DNA to to help customers looking from more from the innovation standpoint, not just solving the current problem. Uh, our focus is on customer growth trajectory, leveraging our larger ecosystem, really positions us well in the boardroom and with the decision maker. Now, uh, our investment in Google Cloud as a solid enterprise cloud infrastructure with services like AI, ML, BigQuery, uh, Analytics, uh, Anthos, APJ, Kubernetes is another big reason. Because when, when the mainframe workload comes to Google, there's already uh, services available that the application can start doing wonders, which they could never dream of doing while on mainframe. Now, coming specific to mainframe, I highlight two main reasons that really distinguish and differentiate Google Cloud from others. One is the regional extension. So what, what we do in regional extension is uh, we have a proximal mainframe data center that customers can migrate their mainframe application and exit the data center. Uh, it helps two ways. One is uh, they can exit the data center and focus on their business. Second, uh, as you know, Walter, uh, the mainframe transformation journey is typically a slightly uh, longish time frame, depending on the solution theme. So the CIOs always have an interim doubt about the performance drop during the course of transformation. With our regional extension, we offer them sub-millisecond response time between applications on mainframe and applications on cloud. So that takes care of the, the concern about the performance drop. Second, we have made huge investments in, in building a model-driven <coughs> uh, automated application transformation engine uh, we call G4 uh, that helps us uh, uh, understand the application to you know do deep discovery, demystify the hairball, uh, unravel program data interdependencies, and finally break monoliths to microservices. Uh, and with this, we not only adopt the new modern languages, but also new ways of IT architectures while leveraging the investments made in the legacy applications. So these are the some of, uh, I mean, it's not one, but uh, the, the key reasons why many of the customers are gravitated towards GCP, uh, towards mainframe modernization, while just a, a while ago, mainframe and Google were not taken in, in the same way. <laughs> It's a, it's a fascinating story, and uh, you said something that struck a chord with me. I, I truly believe this when you were talking about the ability to kind of analyze where people have so that you know what is involved. I, I often say that you can't figure out how to get where you're going if you don't know where you're starting from. Absolutely. So having that understanding of all of the components, mainframe, as we all know, is it, it's, it's a wonderful environment. You know, it, it works great. It does the same thing the same way every day, gives you the same perfect results. Uh, but understanding all of the components that are there and what that mapping to their replacement uh, technologies might be is really important. So I understand how that has been a, a, a big benefit for you. Sure. Um, one other question I'd like to ask, if you don't mind, I, I find this one fascinating. Here at Estadia, we, we try to 
uh, offer alternatives to our clients. We think that we never want to force someone down a particular road. We want to understand what's right for them because, you know, no two mainframe environments are the same. Um, so we help people refactor to new technologies. We also help people, um, you know, kind of use the same technologies that they have in place today. If they're a COBOL shop, they can stay a COBOL shop. I'm curious from your perspective and talking to your clients, um, would you say that your customers are more interested in retaining their business logic and technologies, or are they more interested in moving to newer technologies, or is it a hybrid where they they do one to kind of get the cost savings to then uh, pay for the second alternative? Uh, Walter, it's it's very interesting and uh, at the same time very tricky question. Uh, <clears throat> I, I don't think the customers are concerned about retaining business logic in, in a language, but they're more concerned about their ability to change that logic and cater to the business. So the responding to business needs uh, changing that logic at a much easy, you know, having the skill set to maintain the application and keep continuing. Uh, catering to business requirements, adopting new business model is is their main concern. And and with that, you know, uh, mainframe environments and applications both are so diverse that no one size fits all. Right. So that is why we, we don't go with one, uh, as you call, you know, prescription-based approach, uh, whether it will just COBOL to COBOL versus COBOL refactoring or uh, rehost or retire, retain. We, we look at from more from the business lens uh, we try to identify what platform or solution team would fit well to the complete workload or part of the workload, and then we create a, the modernization roadmap. And we, we understood about uh, the existing investments already being made in the legacy technology. So we made investments in G4, which leverage that business logic, but yet provide a new way of uh, managing or changing that business logic so that they get best of both worlds. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Um, given today's current events, I have to ask, do you feel that COVID has accelerated the push to consider alternatives to mainframe workloads and interfacing with GC? Um, uh, truthfully, the answer is yes. Uh, there were some memes going on in, in social media where the question is, you know, uh, which pushed your your company to adopt digital practices, uh, CXO, CMO, CIO, or COVID, and many times the answer was checked as COVID. So I, I think this is this is no different scenario. Uh, COVID has pushed, I would rather say, forced uh, many companies to come out of their comfort zone and take definite action towards uh, future proofing of their IP estate and rapid adoption of uh, newer technologies. Uh, more companies are moving from human-managed data centers to software-managed data centers uh, you know, because COVID has uh, made it evident that there may be time when uh, people are not able to go to their workplaces. There may be a disruption because of uh, workforce not being available. So it should be more managed by software so that so that uh, business can be continuously sustained. Uh, many customers and uh, especially state and local government, uh, there was a famous appeal from many governors asking for COBOL programmers so that they could disperse the government funding 
during the time of COVID. And, and they are facing challenges because of uh, dated and legacy technologies. So more are making it, uh, uh, you know, the concerted effort to come out of uh, uh, the legacy technologies, uh, you know, more adoption of newer technologies, uh, more uh, on-prem data center to cloud infrastructure, more human managed to software managed, and hence more mainframe migration to Google Cloud. Uh, we have seen the same. It has had a, a dramatic impact as this aging workforce uh, has had to consider you know, how COVID impacts them. Many people have said, I, I just don't think I want to go back to that data center. I don't want to go to work. So it has uh, certainly changed this environment and uh, hopefully this next year will be a better one for us all with it. And you're right, Paul, not only it has changed, uh, uh, you know, the way people are working the, the workforce, but tomorrow the workforce, if you ask many people whether they, they are willing to go back to to the regular office, uh, say nine to five, 40 hour work week in office, I think that mindset mindset has completely changed now. People would be adopting to new workforce model. Uh, they would be more flexible because to maintain balance and where they seem more productive. And uh, work from home to some extent was a taboo before COVID. And now the COVID has also proved that people can work remotely and being equally or more productive. So I think that also will, will play another critical role in migration of older data set mindset shifts to more newer ones. I totally agree with you. Um, I mean, I would like to ask, obviously people are concerned when they consider changing something that they've been doing for 40 years. What are the biggest objections you hear from companies when you talk to them about them considering a move to the cloud? So, Walter, uh, the objections come at a different objections come from different level. So, if we're talking to C-suite, uh, which is typically more motivated towards mainframe modernization because they think more uh, strategic and they set the vision of the company, so they're more motivated. Uh, but their objection is more towards managing workforce, cultural change. And of course, because they write the check, they also are more concerned about return on investment. Sure. Uh, so right, you know, uh, they also have concern about how the mainframe workload then uh, transform will be integrated with larger ecosystem instead of continuing to be looked at as legacy. So they just don't want to lift and shift for the sake of it, but to see how they can leverage the transformed application and improve their business. Now, if you're talking to infrastructure executives, they have a, a different objections, which is more concerned about performance during and after the transformation. Uh, application team is more concerned about code quality, uh, retraining of the workforce, DevOps, CI/CD, uh, integration with uh, other digital application. So we've seen different uh, objections from different walks of or echelons of power, and that is why, if you see our approaches. Uh, is to address everything. Uh, our G4 addresses the application viewpoint uh, and pro provide the complete model-driven, uh, manageable code quality. Mm -hmm. Our extension offers the right performance during and after the transformation. And larger one Google ecosystem integrates the uh, 
erstwhile mainframe workload with a larger uh, Google environment and uh, embarks onto the growth trajectory for the business. That certainly makes sense. Thank you. Um, people ask this question of me all the time, and I'm curious to see if you get the same question. Um, from your perspective, do you feel there are any practical limits to the type of mainframe workloads that can be moved to GT? So as a, you know, the hardcore technologist, I would say one thing that technically it is, everything is possible. There's a, all kind of workload with a package, TPF, uh, bespoke, anything can be run on Google Cloud. However, with more wearing my consultant hat and uh, uh, if I were to derive the right solution, uh, my recommendation is to look at your business and identify the right platform for the right workload. We, we don't uh, bulldoze uh, just a prescription-based solution uh, that change everything. But what we uh, what we suggest is if, if, if it's a high transactional volume, uh, go to Google Cloud. If it's a more customer-facing, rewrite. If it's a heavy batch-oriented data processing, run as a rehost on, on Google Cloud so that you get the best. However, if it's a application uh, which has a very limited longevity and uh, uh, you know at the end of the life cycle, you may just uh, be okay with keeping it on mainframe and retiring from there. So we, we don't we don't go with a prescription based solution. Uh, while anything can be run on GCP, uh, I don't see there's any problem or whatsoever. But from the strategic standpoint. We look at the workload and offer what what makes sense for the business uh, and and as a whole, as opposed to just what makes sense for the consumption. So we 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 are more business centric, customer focused approach as opposed to just the consumption based approach. Understood. Thank you very much. Um, how how important do you feel that scalability is as a topic to people who are considering moving to the cloud, being able to have that flexibility? to uh, increase capability and decrease it uh, based on seasonality. Is that something that you hear people talk to you about very often? From, uh, first of all, the scalability is important to everyone, uh, more to some than the others. So we'll take an example of retail customers. Uh, now we are in the holiday season and Black Friday was just gone a few weeks ago. So most of the retailers have peaked in Black Friday, Christmas, Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, Bachelor's Day, Singles Day in, in many countries. So uh, there's always uh, peaks uh, and many customers on mainframe either have to buy that peak or additional capacity throughout the year or pay uh, much uh, steep and significant charges just to address that peak. So we have retailers coming all the time to uh, to Google Cloud because uh, of the flexibility of, of the compute that we offer. Uh, and it's not just the VM, even the size of the VM, you know, uh, Google offer, I think is the only company which offers custom compute. You can decide how many VMs and CPU that you need as opposed to the cookie cutter sizes. Uh, but the scalability is main concern. And uh, one of the reasons people want to do more with less and that is one of the main features that Google Cloud offers. That makes sense to me. Um, something that you touched on before, I just think is is so critical and so important. I just want to see if you had any other thoughts on it with um, 
organizations being able to leverage newer and differing technologies. Do you feel that it's easier to do that in the cloud than on the mainframe? I, I know I always hate when I hear people talk about the mainframe being old technology and it's not modern. You can do so many things on the mainframe, obviously. Um, but do you feel just in general that people have the ability to integrate different technologies and business intelligence and artificial intelligence off of the mainframe in the cloud than on the mainframe? So uh, the short answer is absolutely. And the long answer is, you know, being in mainframe for the last 20 odd years or something, uh, there, there's a virtual wall exists between the mainframe data center estate and non-mainframe. And non-mainframe is distributed cloud and, and all the good stuff that, uh, that the IT as a whole is marching towards. And the, uh, I mean, just a fact that, you know, uh, while the wall exists, the each side doesn't know much about the other side. And that really hampers the business growth, right? So what what happens when the mainframe worker comes in cloud? A, that walls is broken and everyone is on the same side. Second, the integration happens at much faster pace. Uh, you know, even if it's a COBOL runs as COBOL in, in a rehost uh, that can be exposed as a web service and integrate with the Java application. Uh, the other thing that happens when the that wall is broken, you unleash the power of data. Now all your system of records, customer data is in is in one side, and you can run much better analytics to understand the customer behavior, uh, to project the new business model, to run AI enabled to to your uh, all the analysis analytics, and integrate uh, your new services at a much faster and easier way than what it was on the mainframe. It's not about just running workload. You know, you, the, the, that is the tactical shift that I've seen over time, that it's not just mainframe application versus Java application, but it's about more about how a business is serving the customer. Now we see more newer models like, uh, uh, you know, the Airbnb, the, uh, the crowdsourcing, crowdfunding, uh, microeconomy, uh, there's an article that I was reading that the companies are offering uh, insurance, uh, auto insurance based on how many miles that you drive as opposed to just owning a car, right? So it's not about owning a car, but it's it's driving because the risk factor is differentiates when you are on the road and not in the garage. Exactly. So the adoption or responding to those newer business models becomes much faster if, if uh, each system is talking to each other seamlessly if the if the data power, power is hardest and the uh, the information is derived from from data which converts into knowledge and wisdom, I think that is the true reason behind integration and not uh, and it's far beyond just the technical integration, but to serving to the end customer. I I so agree with you, and I, I've certainly seen that over the years. Where, as you described it, when that wall is broken down and you have the ability to share information and share data, organizations can really do some fascinating things that probably would have been a lot harder otherwise. Well, I mean, it looks like we are coming up at the end of our half hour. Um, I just wanted to thank you so very much for taking the time to join us today. I found this to be a, a fascinating talk, and I really did appreciate your viewpoint and want to thank you for sharing them with us. 
Thank you so much, Walter, for having me here. It was really an interesting uh, conversation with you. And uh, as we started, uh, established the fact in the beginning that between GCP and Cedia, it's sort of a, a perfect marriage. And I'm really looking forward to working with you and your company, many more at helping our income clients. We absolutely feel the same. Thank you so much. And for the audience, thank you again today for taking the time to join us. Uh, please come visit us at www.estadia.com and check for our future podcasts. We look forward to spending a lot more time with you. Thank you all, and I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Bye now.